Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio and on the line with me now, of course, is Ms. Megan Strand. Hey Megan. Hey. You know, this is a new day, a new format for the show, something that we want to try out uh, for the rest of 2015 and 2016, right? We are. We're going to try it out for the rest of 2015 and 16. Well, we'll probably. I have probably. to talk to just you every week. <laughs> Not oh. quite, not quite, because what we're going to do, folks, from now on is we're actually going to uh, mix our podcasts up a little bit, and we're going to do some interviews, and we find those very interesting, and we know that you folks love them, uh, but we'd also like to try Megan and I just talking about current events and cause marketing and purpose and social good, and you'll have to let us know whether you like this new format. Um, I know that I listen to this format, Megan, on some of the podcasts I listen to, and one of the things I love about it is it kind of keeps me up to date on the latest news and trends and uh, and you just have some uh, smart conversation between two people and I guess in our case it's just two people but uh, we'll do the best <laughs> we can right that's right yeah that is right yeah so what do you think we should talk about first Megan well, okay. First of all, I have two quick announcements. I'm sorry to be promotional. I oh, here we go. It's so exci- this it's is exciting. not what it is. What I know, but it's, it's just you, quick. This is important. Are you for having a bake sale? Are you having a bake sale? I'm like having your kids a bake sale, and I'm making like my own handmade pot holders. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So everyone needs to mark their calendars because you know where you're going to be June first and second. You're going to be in Chicago at the Cause Marketing Forum, and I know Joe's uh, going to be there. Absolutely. I'm definitely going to be there. You guys should be there. So make sure you have that on your calendar. We haven't even opened registration yet, so you heard it here first. Folks. Absolutely. And then the other thing too is that when you listen to this podcast the halo award submission period will be open so if you did a great campaign in 2015 submit it to the halo awards how Mm. awesome would that be to win a halo award and join the ranks of some really phenomenal companies and causes so if you're a company or cause or an agency you you can submit so more information at causemarketingforum.com commercial over (laughs) now what i think we should talk about is what should we talk about first? Let's talk about Giving Tuesday first. I know it's quickly approaching. I mean, it's just a few weeks away. I mean, people that have been on my site know uh, that I did a presentation for Georgetown last week and uh, I shared my speaking notes and some useful uh, posts. Uh, I wrote one for HubSpot. Um, There was one on there from uh, David Hesekiel over at Peer to Peer. And uh, there was another one there, I think from Network for Good um, about Giving Tuesday. Just three helpful ones. Oh, and by the way, I found a good one that I put in uh, my notes, Megan, from Chronicle Philanthropy, which did Mm. an excellent article on how nonprofits should treat Giving Tuesday like Black Friday. And I think they're absolutely right. Yeah. And I think that they're absolutely right in that in the sense like Giving Tuesday is a promotion that you're really trying to gear people up and get them excited and do it on that one day, just like retailers do for Black Friday. Right. Well, and we should also mention that there are a couple really great guides out now. now. For Momentum did a great guide. Yep. Um, And we can put, we're going to put links to all of this in the show. Yeah, I saw one. 
be sure to to check the show notes on this one. But so for Momentum did one. You said Causecast just came out. Yeah, with one. Causecast just came one. A friend uh, Ryan Scott there, and also um, I know that HubSpot has done um, some guides. And Network for Good has an excellent guide. They always come out with a very good guide. And one thing that people should know too is that I'm also pinning uh, some of those guides and some of that information to my Giving Tuesday board on Pinterest, so they can find lots of resources there. But there are okay, some. Just, yeah. just because I did one commercial doesn't mean that I know. Spend the rest of the episode <laughs> hey, doing commercials. No, but see, that's the thing. Is see, I'm trying to be useful. I'm trying to be helpful. That's what we're here for. <laughs> You're trying to be self-promotional and just tell people how great you are on Pinterest. I just want more followers than you on Pinterest. That's all I, I want. Well, well, we should specify, though. Are the um, Causecast and HubSpot guides specifically for corporates and Giving Tuesday, or is it just like Donor Giving Tuesday? It, I think it's like Donor Giving Tuesday. Okay, because the Four Momentum one is corporate-specific. Yes, that's right. And I actually think Network for Good has some different things. And I'm looking at the Causecast one right now, and it says that their guide educates people on crowdfunding, offers best practices, and advice for, for getting a, uh, an engaging crowdfunding campaign up and running. And then what I thought was interesting about their guide is to provide a measurable roadmap uh, for people to really determine whether or not they were successful on Giving Tuesday because, you know, mm. that's a lot of the blowback that we're yes. getting now on Giving Tuesday is like, you know, should nonprofits be doing Giving Tuesday? And, uh, you know, I know one person, Joe Garrick at the Fundraising Authority, he's written some very uh, good articles on why nonprofits shouldn't be doing Giving Tuesday. Right. Um, I don't completely agree with him, but I also agree that, um, that Giving Tuesday isn't for every nonprofit. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And then the other thing we should just mention before we move on is that the Better Business Bureau has uh, a new tips to ensure wise giving on Giving Tuesday. Um, and there are some good standards there. I'm not sure where they're getting at with, with the standards. I'm not exactly sure who they're for. I guess consumers, but we should just mention that that's out there and put the links on as well. Because it's always interesting for me to see that something somebody like the Better Business Bureau is talking about Giving Tuesday. Yeah. Like that's not that's mm-hmm. not how it was three years ago when this launched. So yeah. I think it's just a, a testament to the fact that Giving Tuesday is here to stay. Yeah. Yeah. And that leads us to our next thing that I would love to talk about mm-hmm. and love to get your opinion on, Joe. Mm-hmm. And that is, so we've got Black Friday. Everybody's probably seen what REI is doing on Black Friday, yeah. opt outside. right? And it's kind of this whole trend of like companies helping people be more human, yeah. which is sort of ironic because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, get away from the consumerism. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of that reverse psychology. You know, REI is closing all their stores. They're paying 12,000 employees to go to work, but really they want them to go outside. Yeah. And their stores are going to be closed. Mm-hmm. They're not participating. If you go to their website, it's going to be a complete blackout. Um, you know, we've seen campaigns like this. Toys R Us did this whole, there were there were people, Good Samaritans going in and just paying off people's layaway, cam- layaway balances yep. a couple mm-hmm. years back. And so they wrapped this whole cause campaign around it. Last year, I don't know if they're going to do it again this year. Mm-hmm. TJ Maxx has a new campaign out that they, you know, raised all this money for food banks and now are going to donate it. And then they have a Twitter contest. It's kind of like, you know, unexpected surprises for people, helping people get home for the holidays, helping mm-hmm. them decorate the house. So what do you think about this trend? 
brand. Well, I, you know, I think it's great for REI, and I think it's spot on for its brand, too, in terms of what it wants its employees to do and what they want their consumers to do. You know, that said, I don't think it could work for every brand. And, you know, and let's face it, the day after Thanksgiving, a lot of consumers want certain days uh, in stores open. And, you know, and I think Target would be one of those and stuff like that. So in a lot of ways, I think consumers would be more miffed if some of their more favorite uh, retail stores weren't open that day. But for REI, I think it's an excellent effort. I actually saw a list, uh, Megan, of stores that are closed on Fridays. And, oh, really? Uh, and, and it really is growing, uh, the hmm. number of stores that are, you know, that have agreed to. Oh, you know what it was? It actually wasn't Friday. It was, <laughs> Surprisingly, it was a list of stores that were closed, closed on, on Thanksgiving. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, well, I was going to I was just going to say that TJ Maxx campaign is like, and our stores will be closed on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That to that's me right. is kind of like. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, I <laughs> you hope, should be. I hope yeah, you should be at stuff like that. But that's what I saw anyways. But I don't think I've seen any other any other stores uh, for uh, closing on Friday. Um, but you know, certainly REI has gotten the the most publicity out of doing it, and I think it's very consistent with their brand. I think it's excellent. And you know, one of the things that I've been saying to Megan, which I think is important, is um, the content that they're going to get out of that day, uh, following totally. around probably a half a dozen, maybe more employees and finding out how they spend their time that day. Totally. is going to be something that the brand's going to be able to use all of 2016. Yeah, no, that's a really excellent point. And I think, I think that kind of gets to the heart of what sort of, I was, I was thinking in general and it's that whole, it, 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 again, it's that irony of consumers or companies saying to consumers like, Hey, you know, commerce isn't, what it's a hundred percent about. Like you have to be good people too. Mm -hmm. And so you see campaigns like this, you know, I think of kind, we had kind on the show and their whole kindness movement and trying to spread kindness across the country. And you're right. There are certain brands that it works for. It absolutely has to resonate with the brand. I just think it's an interesting trend. I think people are, I think people are getting a little tired of the consumerism and the whole, you know, shallow cause marketing campaigns. We know they don't work. Um, So it's just the next step toward maybe they're not supporting a cause like REI's. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're making a donation to a nonprofit. They're just like, go outside. Yeah, right. It's Well, you know what it is? It's a larger issue of purpose, right? Yes. I mean, I think that's what they're really, and you know, purpose doesn't always have to be connected with a nonprofit. Uh, Although in many instances, it is connected with a cause, you know, and a larger issue and stuff like that. But you know, what's interesting about something like this too, is I mean, one of the things that we have to remember is like, um, I think businesses opting out of Giving Friday is another form of promotion. It's just something that, yeah, that's right. Yo, a Giving Friday. Yeah. Well, maybe we should have a Giving Friday, right? Um, <laughs> you can tell I'm mildly dyslexic, you can, right? You can sell me. You can you can send me a gift on Friday. I love it. That's good. But you know, I think that the, there is a promotional quality to that too. That when others are zigging, you're zagging. Oh, for sure. Of, yeah. And I mean, let's face it. You know, you look at someone like a Patagonia, and Patagonia is like, don't buy this. Don't jacket. buy this jacket. You yep. know what I mean? And uh, you know, they had one of. Did the, you read my newsletter last month? I did. That's what absolutely. This whole thing was about. <laughs> <laughs> I hang on your every word, Megan. Yeah, you know right. that. But yeah, Patagonia right. too. I mean, they, but you know, they had one of the most successful quarters ever. Yes. After they ran right. the campaign. Right. So, so there's it's it's really you're right. Putting your stake in the ground and saying, This is what we as a company are about. Here are our values, here's our purpose. And if that means not selling one day a year, so be it. Yeah. So yeah. I think and then consumers respond by saying, "I love it." I and love buy you more. so much. I'm going to buy ten times. What <laughs> yeah, I right. Yeah. No, I'm a sucker for that too. I will say. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Movember. Yeah. 
I mean, I feel like there's a lot trickling around on November, and you had some great things to share. Well, you know, I have to. Uh, it was a, a while ago that we had someone from November on the show. Did and we have somebody from we've November? We have. We've had. You know, I think what's interesting. Sure? I'm. I'm almost positive that we had like one of the co-founders or I, I seem to remember you know what's interesting about Movember though is it's actually one of the few cause imports um, into yes. this country, you know, because most of the things we export, right? Most of the cause marketing programs we export from the United States, but the, it came from Australia. No, and uh, do you remember? Well, you probably don't because, uh, but I remember when he was on the show and he said, Joe, he goes, we've done some research and we've discovered that people uh, support four types of charities. The first is uh, women's charities. The second is kids charities. The third is animal. Yep. And the last one, a men. And he said, we're just trying to get above the dogs. Yes, I do. That's what. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you know, and he was like, you know, that's our number one goal uh, for something like that. But I think, you know, we see a lot of innovative campaigns. You know, I guess what I look at Movember is I'm kind of, I think there's a lot of creativity. A lot of times I'm looking for the money. Um, in these programs, because I think when you compare it, especially a few years ago to like Pinktober programs, which I think were very successful and raised a lot of money, uh, Movember is certainly not raising as much. But you cannot uh, say anything about their creativity because you have things like, you know, I remember a couple of years ago, British Airways was painting uh, mustaches on their planes and Yeah, and they partnered with Tom's Shoes. That's and, right. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, like Maytag is actually doing this really fun promotion right. this month where the uh, Maytag repairman man is growing a mustache during the mm-hmm. month of November, which I think is great. And, and it's being included in commercials and uh, online ads and stuff like that. And, you know, then I read the press release and it was like, and we're making a contribution of $15,000. And I'm kind of like, well, really? $15,000 for Maytag? Doesn't seem like a lot of dough. So, uh, well, you know, it seems like a weird way to go about it because really at its essence, Movember is a peer-to-peer yeah. fundraising Endeavor. Right. So uh, I'm curious. I would be curious to know. I don't know if you know this, but I would be curious to know if they were, you know, supo- supporting employee fundraising teams or doing something right. else. Because you're right, right fifteen thousand right. uh, dollars. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. For some businesses, that's a lot. Yeah. Not not for was it Maytag? Not for or Maytag. Or not for Ooh, Maytag. Whoops. Yeah, not for Maytag. That's, yeah, that's right. You know, so I I mean that that's the thing too. I mean, I think it's you know it's it's important that we don't like narrow our focus so much on one promotion and say, wow, this is bad, uh, because you don't know what the company is doing in the larger No, not world. at all. Not so, at all. I mean, I just, you know, it's that's just a thing. question yes. I had. Yeah, absolutely. Question. And I had the same question, too. Well, so let, maybe... me ask, let me ask you this, Joe, about Movember, because this year, and my understanding from inside sources that mm. are familiar with Movember okay. is that their fundraising is dropping, quite oh. frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year, they have... Um, they have a campaign that's targeted toward men's health. Mm-hmm. So not only are you supposed to grow a mustache in November, you're supposed to commit to 30 days of physical activity right. or something of, of that of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? When I first saw it, I was kind of like, I don't know. All right, right. I mean, well, I, did you I get, get the it. Sense? Do you uh, do you get the sense that like it's not about that one thing anymore, and they're kind, kind of maybe of. it's maybe kind of brand creep here or something? You know that yeah. they're, they're kind of being about some of these other things, and you know maybe they feel like there's some strength in that position though. Well, but they, I mean, they are a charity about men's health, so I right. I get it. 
Um, but it just, it kind of made me go, it's not that I don't support it or I don't think it's a good idea. I'm just, I'm curious to know how that's going to play out because the Movember, you know what I hear? And here's the thing I think that maybe is missing from the men's health piece. Um, Cone did a great piece and they've done research. They did their millennial CSR report. And then for this month, Whitney Daly, who's a friend of ours, um, did a great piece about men and millennials and Movember. Um, and one of the things that she points out is that you have to entertain while educating. Like it has to be fun. Right. So growing a mustache for a month is fun. Like working out for 30 days, maybe not as fun. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going out a limb here. That's right. I think I'd rather grow the mustache. Well, and <laughs> I, so I think, I think the challenge is that, you know, you grow a mustache for one year. That's super fun. You do it the next year. Like, oh, that's kind of fun. But like yeah. in year three and four, like, I don't, I don't know if that novelty wears off unless you have a really deep personal con- yeah. connection no, with it, the men's health cause. And, you know, we've had this conversation a lot, too, in the sense that what we have to remember about all these things is that they have promotions. And I think the mistake that a lot of nonprofits make is they look at these programs and they say, nope, we're going to do these year after year after year and after year. And they don't say what we learned about the success of this program is something that we need to replicate somewhere else and do something different. And, you know, we saw this with the Ice Bucket Challenge. It was a one-year yeah. phenomenon, right? I yeah. mean, this year, at the halfway point in August, I heard they had only raised a million dollars, whereas last year, they had already raised a hundred million dollars at that point. Yes, um, it was And they weighed a 200 sad. million worldwide. Yeah, so, I, I mean, you know, when I think we're seeing the same thing with Pinktober now, too, is that it really is, you know, as I've said for a couple of years, it's, it's time, I think, for Pinktober October to fade to black. Okay, and- but let me just tell you something. Because had you been on the webinar that I was just on, yeah. you would have heard Scott Welch from Columbia Sportswear say their pink line is like the best selling line of the year, which surprised the heck out of me because yeah. I I fundamentally agree with what you're saying. Right. But to a certain degree, and I guess it goes back to that depends on the brand thing, yeah. it still works. Yeah. No, I think, and, you know, I often point to that, too. But we are seeing a lot of weakness, too, in events specifically uh, related to breast cancer. And I think in yes. this past October, we True. definitely did not see as many promotions, as, as many Pinktober promotions. But, you know, that's the thing is, like, you know, we have to be willing to hold on to things that work and get rid of things that don't work. And, you know, that's what I really encourage people to do is to really adopt things when they're working and but also know that like you know we need to take our lessons from this and apply it to something else instead of wearing this thing into the ground like our podcast that's right where people that's hate why it. we're that's why we're zigging instead that's of right zagging. that's right you always got to keep you got to keep things fresh megan you got to keep and it fresh it's the real. same with your cause marketing too and you know that's why i love when people and we see it online all the time people talking about cause marketing it's too transactional it's, it's but but you know it's also kind of like it's too transactional it's too promotional it's like no it is in itself transactional and promotional that is the nature of it and but here's the here's the here's my argument to that joe not to what you just said yeah. but to the whole oh we shouldn't do these transactional promotional things it, those are the consumer facing pieces like if you don't do that then you're missing a giant piece of the purpose equation yeah. like if you just do purpose internally for your company that's fantastic right. if you don't engage your consumers which bt dubs is promotional and transactional 
you're not you're missing something. That's right. So that's yeah. my well, you that's know, my it's, I know it, I'm preaching to the choir. Well, here, yeah, but I, I think we all have to remember too that it, cause marketing is very much the leaf and the fruit of the tree of the purpose tree here. And that, oh, you know, it's yeah, good analogy. You know, and you know, and that and the, and you have to have good solid roots. And you know, people are, too many people are focused on the you know the leaves and the and the fruit and not focused enough on the root of good. I, and I that, that's that where it all starts from. And you know that's why we have to look and you know uh you know that fruit on an apple tree comes and goes it's not all there all the time but the tree is always there and that's what we have to focus on is the purpose that comes from that and we have to really build deep roots in order for those programs to be successful wow right. I, cannot that was think, deep, huh? I cannot think that of was, a better that was, i cannot think of a better way to end this episode yeah. than with that yeah, that's deep. right poignant analogy from my poet friend Joe Waters. That's right, so, absolutely. See, I picked Joe, up that I picked up that copy of Emerson today when I was I downtown Boston. I saw so Phil Hayde. Oh, uh, big shout out to Phil Hayde, who's Hi, Phil. Uh, from Publix in Toronto. And, it's not Publix. He's not from the supermarket. I know, it's Publix. I always mess that up. But uh, Phil is a great friend of the show. He listens all the time. He's been on the show. And uh, I saw him today, and then I, I ambled over to uh, Brattle Street Bookshop, the largest antiquarian a bookshop in America, and I picked up a great little title on Emerson, and I had a great day. So oh, I think I'm in I that frame of mind. I know. I guess so. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. So where, Joe, where can people find you? I know it's hard to find oh, you online. Oh, I know. People where can, can people barely find, find me, but here's three places. You can find me first on Twitter, at Joe Waters. Check me out on Pinterest.com, front slash Joe Waters. And also, of course, visit Selfish Giving, where you have links to all those different things. And check out those boards on Giving Tuesday on Pinterest. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter, talking to Joe, at Megan Strand. And I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum, at TweetCMF. You can find show notes at CauseUpdate.com, as well as SelfishGiving.com. And of course, you can find Cause Talk Radio on iTunes. What did you guys think about today's episode? Please either connect with us on Twitter, right. send us a review, let us know what you thought, because we right. really, really, really want did to Did Megan do a good job? I mean, that's what I'm always asking. You know, So if you have some really valid criticism of Megan, I want you to share it. Please share it publicly with Joe. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for joining us. We do hope you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And we will be back next week with a new episode of Cause Talk Radio. We'll talk to you next time.